Hey everybody, it's Kylie Gable. Welcome to another episode of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. Uh, today we have Shayla Aspasia doing a story um, I put out a couple months ago called Switching Teams. It's about a football player and the cheerleaders from his school's rival who work things out to um, get him out of the big game. So, hope you enjoy it. That's a great reading by Shayla Aspasia, and let's get uh, right to it. Switching Teams, Feminized by the Cheerleaders, written by Kylie Gable and Victoria Vaughn, narrated by Shayla Aspasia. Term papers, exams, scholarships, and the biggest football game of the year. Tyler Paxton is more tightly wound than a Boy Scout knot. Tyler has college coaches constantly calling to try and get him to commit to their schools, and that just adds to the pressure. It's hard for Tyler to enjoy school, even though he's popular and the biggest thing in his hometown in years. It's been years since Bushnut High School has had a chance to win the conference, let alone the state title. Tyler is riddled with tense anxiety and rarely can completely shut his brain off. His friends help a bit, and Tyler has lots of friends. And Tyler landed the hottest girl in Eisenhower High School. Eisenhower was Bushnut's biggest rival and usually won the football conference, but this year was down a year for the Eisenhower High Generals. While the Bushnut Flying Squirrels and Tyler were winning each and every week. Of course, the students at Eisenhower didn't care for Tyler much. But when they found out he was dating their head cheerleader, they began to openly despise him. Bridget Kelly is everything a football player wants. Blonde, bouncy hair, petite, with large pair of tits that match. She is bubbly and playful, and every guy in school wants her. Most pretty girls get one, maybe two double takes when they walk down the hall, but not Bridget. She holds everyone's gaze. Every guy wants to fuck her and even a few girls. Tyler feels powerful with her by his side, especially because in his mind, she's enemy property. Tyler remembered back when they first started dating over summer. Bridget was a little conflicted because she knew he was the enemy, but she'd grown to be very supportive of him. She always said her mouth was cheering for Eisenhower, but her heart was cheering for Tyler. Hey, cutie, reads the text from Bridget. Are you ready for the big game tomorrow? Tyler stares into his locker, gazing at the books. The stress starts to build and Tyler is silent. His mind starts to swell with all the work he has to do, and none of it brings him any happiness or joy. Tyler stands a couple inches under six feet tall with smallish muscles. He is lanky for a football player. The team always jokes that he looks more like a soccer player, but he is fast. He makes a great quarterback, dodging guys that are double his weight with half the speed. He has light brown hair and blue eyes, conventionally attractive. For a moment, Tyler wishes his muscles were bigger. I have to hit the gym soon, Tyler tells Bridget. Really? Tyler looks at Bridget's beautiful green eyes in the picture on his phone, and he knows that wasn't the answer she was looking for. Bridget doesn't like it when Tyler is stressed. He learned this early, 
She wants 100% positivity all the time and doesn't tolerate much negativity. Yes, I'm excited about the game, Tyler says with a smiling emoji. Lights, football scholarship, and we are going to crush the Eisenhower. And the best part is that I have the cutest girl in our rival school cheering me on. Tyler thinks of Bridget's cheerleading. She has the most intoxicating smile, and she is limber every time she jumps her boobs bounce just a bit in her tight sports bra. She drops into the splits and Tyler feels a throb in his pants as he starts to think about what those limber legs can do. Tyler would love to have sex with Bridget, but she has been holding out. Most nights are spent with tame makeout sessions in their bedroom where Tyler heads home to jerk it alone. But Bridget is hot and popular, so it's worth it. You seem stressed, baby, Bridget says with so much endearment. I don't like it when you're stressed. You're great, just as you are. You're putting too much pressure on yourself. This game doesn't matter in the grand scheme of everything, and you're good enough to get a scholarship from any school you want. Tyler nods to himself. Bridget is always trying to cheer him up. Bridget is hyper-vigilant about Tyler's anxiety and is always trying to find new and exciting ways to make him relax. Lots of times it helps, but today is different. Tyler has too much on his mind. He's going to get himself totally psyched up today and then watch out, Eisenhower. I have to hit the gym, but maybe we can hang out after, Tyler asked. I really just need to take it easy tonight. I want to relax before the game tomorrow. Sure, Bridget says. I have something in mind that might cheer you up. Come over after the gym. You can shower at my place. Tyler readily agrees. They always say not to have sex before a big game, but if Bridget is ready, Tyler can't put it off. Both he and Bridget are 18-year-old seniors, and they've never, ever had sex yet. Tyler can hardly pay attention in class. He thinks about having another night of blue balls, and he thinks of an alternative. Maybe tonight he can try to cop a fill of those awesome tits. That would sort of be a compromise. The bell rings, and Tyler snaps out of it. The gym is uneventful. Overly macho guys trying to show off to each other by simultaneously slapping each other on the ass. Tyler tries to get his mind off of everything on the treadmill. He cranks up the speed and he lets his thoughts drift. Tyler wishes he could run all the time. It's the only thing that keeps his mind clear and his stress just completely gone. He closes his eyes while he runs. He thinks of the game and imagines himself beating up on Eisenhower. It would be like proving once and for all that he's a better man for Bridget than any other guy in her own school. For a moment, Tyler feels completely at peace. But then the treadmill beeps, an hour has passed, and it's time for his cool down. Tyler stretches out his quads and lifts just a few weights. He watches as the guys laugh and joke with each other. Typical boys, Tyler thinks. All they care about is football, partying, and fucking. They don't seem to have any care in the world. Tyler now feels ready to clown around with them. Their parents might be richer, but he's the one with the charisma and popularity. An important part of being the quarterback was being one of the guys. Tyler is in the middle of inspiring his teammates when his phone beeps with another text from Bridget. Remember to come straight to my house. Don't worry, you can shower here. Maybe we can shower together. This piques 
Tyler's interest. For it has never spoken like this before. He has never seen her naked, let alone had sex. Tommy accidentally brushed her boob while he was tickling her, but Bridget quickly shot that down. Shower together? Tyler responds. I'm not really sure what to say. I have a surprise for you when you get here. I just want you to relax and not stress so much about big, dumb football. So I have something fun in mind. I'm going to have sex, Tyler thinks to himself. His heart starts to pound and he experiences excitement in his pants. He thinks back to all the porn he has watched and he considers what move he'll try out on Bridget first. How does shower sex work, Tyler wonders. Tyler thinks about Bridget's naked body standing in the shower covered in water and soap. He thinks about rubbing his hands against her chest and feeling the wet smoothness of her round tits. He'll trace his finger down her already wet pussy. Tyler turns giddy. The locker room was filled with high-energy buzz of athletes getting ready to hit the practice fields. Tyler sat in his locker, helmet in one hand and water bottle in the other, while he listened to his teammates ribbing each other. He had a task that was much more important than practice, and he needed to get going. He hurriedly began to clear out his locker. Just then, one of Tyler's teammates caught his eye. It was Larry who played right guard. Larry was a big, dumb son of a bitch. But he was the life of the party. At six foot four and 285 pounds, he dwarfed Tyler, which is one of the reasons he took such delight in giving him bear hugs. What's the rush, Tyler? You got some special plans for today? Asked Larry with a smirk. Tyler gestures to his helmet and water bottle. I'm just going to get some rest. Tomorrow's the big game, he said, trying to sound casual. The other teammates exchange knowing looks and start to snicker. Oh, come on, Tyler. We all know why you're in a hurry, says Kevin, who is one of Tyler's receivers with a bit of a reputation as a ladies' man himself. Tyler felt heat rush to his face. Everyone knew he was dating Bridget, a student from their rival school. He was used to being teased about it by his teammates, but it still makes him feel embarrassed. All right, he says, standing up. I'm going. See you guys later. His teammates erupt in laughter and follow him out the door. Make sure you use protection, Tyler, shouts Larry. Tyler groans and shakes his head. He climbs into his car and thinks about how much he wants to be with Bridget. She is his getaway, the one thing that could take him away from the ribbing and teasing of his team, the one person who could hide him out, where the stress of the big game wouldn't find him. He drives away with a smile on his face, thinking of what he hopes will happen when he gets to Bridget's house. It isn't until he pulls into the driveway that he realizes how much he missed her. He walks up to the door with a huge grin on his face, eager to spend some quality time with his girlfriends. He is thankful for the chance to escape his teammates and enjoy some time with his girlfriend. My parents aren't home. Just come through the front door when you get here, texts Bridget. This is it. Tyler does a quick sniff of his armpits. It doesn't smell great, but he has definitely smelled worse before. He feels embarrassed for the moment, but he decides he'll use it as an excuse to hop into the shower as soon as he gets in. Tyler gets out of the car and locks the door behind him. He puts his phone in his gym shorts pocket and he adjusts his shirt to hide the pit stains. With every step, he gets more and more excited. His tennis shoes hit the pavement and he walks faster to the front door. 
As soon as he walks up the steps, he grabs onto the door and takes a deep breath. Tyler turns the knob and the door is unlocked just as Bridget said it would be. He takes a few steps inside and the house is quiet. Hello, Tyler calls out. A few moments passed, but no answer. Bridget? Tyler yells a little longer. Tyler walks further into the living room. The silence is eerie, but he's sure Bridget is somewhere around here. Tyler looks up at all of Bridget's family photos. Picture a perfect family and a beautiful girl. Tyler, are you here? Calls a familiar voice, and Tyler turns around. Bridget comes out from around the corner. She has a leather halter top on, a low cut, and really shows off her cleavage. Her belly button is peeking through with a belly ring, and she has dark hair and a pair of jeans hugging her hips. Her lips are bright red, and her hair is pulled back in a ponytail. Tyler has never seen Bridget dressed like this. He's used to her bows and her cheerleading outfit, but he thinks he can get used to this look. Wow, you look amazing, Tyler says stunned. You're late, Bridget says coldly. Tyler is confused for a moment. He doesn't remember agreeing on a time, and his excitement quickly reverts to anxiety over upsetting his girlfriend and potentially ruining his chances at sex. You should have gotten here sooner. We have been waiting. Tyler is even more confused. The other member of Bridget's cheerleading team are here with her. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I, uh... Shut up, Bridget barks. What is this, some kind of a joke, Tyler asks? Tyler's mind starts to spin. She looks like Bridget, and she sounds like Bridget, but that girl does not act like Bridget. Bridget stands in front of him with her arms crossed, surrounded by her squad of cheerleaders. She smirks as she looks at the quarterback from the rival school. You should have known better, she said, glancing around at her squad for support. I only dated you to set you up. It's too bad that you didn't realize it sooner. The quarterback looked back at her in disbelief. Bridget grins, knowing that she has the upper hand. But don't worry, she continues. We're going to make you over into one of our own cheerleaders. That way, you'll still get to go to the game tomorrow, and you'll get a front row seat. Tyler tries to turn and make a break for it but the cheerleaders are ready for his escape attempt. They block his path and grab his arm to usher him back toward Bridget. Bridget smiles wickedly. We're going to have some fun with you. Bridget's friends, Donna and Chelsea, approach holding duct tape. They begin to wrap Tyler in the duct tape, arms, legs, torso, and mouth all securely bound. Tyler is starting to panic. He tries to scream for help, but the duct tape muffles his cries. Donna and Chelsea complete their work and step back to admire their handiwork. He struggles, but gets nowhere as the girls lead him into Bridget's bathroom, armed with disposable razors and shaving cream. The water was scalding hot, and it took him a moment to get used to it. Bridget was just outside of the shower, but she could still easily reach for Tyler. She grabbed a can of shaving cream and it foamed in her hand. Bridget started to rub the cream on Tyler's thigh. It felt good for a moment, but then she grabbed a razor. Tyler felt a lump swell in his throat, and he wanted to say something, but he didn't. 
Before he knew it, the razor blades were peeling back the hair on his leg. It felt good. The excess hair rinsed off his leg, went down the drain with ease. With every swipe of his leg, felt smoother and smoother. Then Bridget lifted Tyler's arm and she started to shave off his armpit hair. Again, all the hair rinsed down the drain and Tyler never felt so silky smooth. Bridget pulled more shave cream onto her palm and she started to rub it around Tyler's dick. Tyler immediately got hard from the sensation of Bridget's hand being so close to his member. But Bridget didn't seem to realize her care. Carefully, she took the razor and started to shave. All the hair came off and Tyler looked down and saw his skin become hairless and smooth. The hair comes off quick and swiftly. She and her friends take turns shaving his entire body, haunting him and laughing all the while. When they're done, Tyler is left completely hairless below the flowing blonde hair on his head. Bridget scooped a dab of exfoliant and started to rub it on the freshly shaved skin. The exfoliant was scratchy, but it made his skin feel great. Bridget continued to shampoo Tyler's hair, using her fingernails to really scrub it in. Tyler enjoyed the feeling of her nails on his scalp, and for the first time in a while, he really felt his anxiety start to drift away. Bridget reached for a loofah and finished off rubbing pink strawberry body wash all over Tyler's skin. The strawberries smell good. Bridget rubbed the loofah over Tyler's chest and then on his neck and arms. She rubbed the loofah over his back and Tyler felt all of the muscles relax. The loofah moved over Tyler's ass and Bridget scrubbed in a circular motion. Bridget leads the group out of the bathroom and back to her bedroom. Tyler is pushed down by the cheerleaders into Bridget's vanity, still bound with duct tape. They start by using a variety of makeup to accentuate Tyler's features and make him look as if he's a real cheerleader. They apply foundation to even out his skin color, blush to bring out his cheekbones, and highlight to make his eyes pop. As they work on his makeup, a pair of the girls paint his fingernails in Eisenhower Red with the letters Go Generals on each finger with bright gold glitter. Once Tyler's face is done up, they move on to the rest of him. They carefully fasten a padded bra around his chest and tape it into place. They release his leg and then carefully slip a pair of cheerleading pantyhose and a pair of silky panties into place. Finally, they tie a cheerleader ribbon into their school color into Tyler's hair and finish off the transformation with a dusting of glitter. Of course, many pictures are taken of the entire process. Bridget threatens Tyler that they will send out all the pictures they have of his makeover so far if he doesn't cooperate and put on a cheerleading uniform when they untape his hands from behind his back. Bridget, Tyler, if you don't cooperate and put on the cheerleader uniform we have here, we're going to send out all these pictures we have of your makeover so far. Do you really want everyone to see you like this? You wouldn't dare, said Tyler nervously. Bridget, oh yeah? Try us now. Are you going to put on the uniform or not? I can't. Your friends tied me up, pointed out Tyler. Bridget, not a problem. We'll just untape your hands from behind your back and you can put it on yourself. So what's it going to be? Are you going to put on the cheerleading uniform or do we have to release the photos? Okay, I'll put it on. 
Not good enough. Beg for it, cheer boy. Tyler, please let me put on the cheerleading uniform. I don't want the pictures to be released. Is that the only reason you want to wear the cheerleading uniform? Asked Chelsea. Tyler, yes, I don't want to be embarrassed. Please, can I put on the uniform? You have to prove to us you want to wear it. And not just because you're worried we're going to humiliate you, said Bridget. Go, beg for it. Tyler, please, please, I'm begging you. Let me put on the cheerleading uniform. I promise I'll do whatever you want. Just please don't make me be embarrassed by sending out the photos. You're still not getting it, said Donna. Beg because you want to be a pretty cheerleader, not because you're frightened of us. Tyler, okay, I understand. Please let me be a pretty cheerleader. I promise I'll be the best cheerleader ever. Just please let me put on the uniform. Much better, said Bridget. Go on, what's the best part of being a cheerleader? Tyler, the best part of being a cheerleader is getting to show off my spirit, energy, and enthusiasm while supporting our team and cheering them on to victory. What about boys? asked Chelsea. Tyler, mm, well, being a cheerleader also gives me a chance to meet and interact with cute boys, so that's a bonus too. Do you like having all the boys staring at you on the sidelines? asked Donna. Tyler, oh yes! Definitely a confidence booster, plus having all the positive energy from the crowd cheering me on helps me feel so special. So, if we let you be a cheerleader, are you going to be flirting with all the football players, asked Bridget. Good cheerleaders flirt and tease, added Chelsea. Will you? Yes, I'll flirt, I'll tease, said Tyler, just like a good cheerleader. I think that's good enough, said Bridget. Tyler only now noticed that one of the other cheerleaders was recording all his begging. If I untape you, will you try to escape? asked Chelsea. No, I promise I won't try to escape. I just want to put on the cheerleading uniform and show my spirit, energy, and enthusiasm. I won't do anything else. When the girls are done, Tyler looks like a real cheerleader. His transformation is complete, and it's a sight to behold. With a few more accessories, he could easily pass for a real cheerleader on the sidelines. They are thrilled. They thought he looked feminine enough to pull this off, but now they had confirmation. Bridget then produces a red and blue Eisenhower cheerleader outfit from a bag. She holds it up with a smile. Here, put this on and, and you'll really fit in with us. I think Tyler should do a cheer for us, said Bridget. That's a great idea, agrees Donna. Do a cheer about being a sissy, Tyler, orders Bridget. Tyler takes a deep breath and begins to chant. I'm a sissy, a sissy all day long, cheering for a team and singing this song. I'm proud to be me, a sissy I will be. I'll be all cheers with lots of energy. The girls clap and cheer for Tyler's cheerleading performance with an equal amount of mockery and appreciation. You did it, Donna says. You're a real cheerleader now. No, she has to get a football player to fall for her. But we all know that's not hard, right, Tyler? Teased Bridget. That was Shayla Aspasia reading the story, Switching Teams. Uh, a little bit of good news. We have uh, Faith O'Shea uh, coming back to do another audio for us. Um, she is British, and she has done maybe three or four audios. I think she does a great job, and... Um, I think it'll be great having her class up this joint, so to speak. Also, um, I have a new narrator who's going to be coming online. Her name is Sweetie B. 
and um, she is equal parts very sweet and kind uh, girlfriend type and very condescending sadist so she is going to be great especially for like those college stories I think she's going to be wonderful uh, she's already done two short recordings for me and I'm about to send her her first big full-length one and in the weeks ahead you'll be you'll be hearing her and I think you're gonna really fall in love with her voice so I'm excited about the people we've had doing narration for us for a while I'm excited about the new people coming on board um, it's just a great time for uh, Candy Apple Press, and I'm glad you're here for it. So, I will be back next week. I hope you will be too. Take it easy, have a good week, and be back here next Monday. <laughs>